0: Good morning. I'm your host, Claudia Shambaugh, welcoming you to the August 22nd, 2023 edition of Ask a Leader. I must acknowledge how impressive were the predictions for a massively complicated storm swath all along the path of Hurricane Tropical Storm Hillary. The emergency management preparation and management responses from our County Board of Supervisor and the Los Angeles Mayor's Office were also phenomenal. So for today's program, my guest is Olya Yaloza, CEO of OY Chocolates. She has a great deal to say as a Ukrainian refugee about making a life and rebooting a business now in Orange County. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. My guest for the hour is Olha Yaloza, chocolatier, originally from Lviv, Ukraine, now setting up life and her enterprise here in Aliso Viejo, Orange County. We first met at the World Refugee Day earlier this summer. As she explained to me what it was like to produce some of the finest chocolates one could find anywhere in the world, and to have to uproot from providing that choicest of treats, giving up her personal investments in that business, I wanted to share her story more broadly to locals and beyond. I repeat myself when I say that refugees are overachievers, as they must navigate numerous new institutions all at once. You will hear that again today prior to founding Yaloza's Chocolate Atelier in Lviv, Ukraine, Ola in the city of Sumy, Ukraine, was a construction equipment procurement engineer at, I'm going to slaughter some words, I hope not. She can any time come in and correct me, but she was a procurement engineer at Ukrainafta, Neftegas, Ohtirka, Ohtirka, Neftegas, and before then, a lab assistant and civil engineer at Preveksbrak, Praveksbork. Odyap mm-hmm. completed her training at the Ukrainian Engineering and Teacher Training Academy. She major pivoted to her culinary career in 2017 at various chocolate academies in Kiev, Lviv, Witsa, uh, Belgium, Haifa, Israel, Barcelona, and the Gutar Chocolatier Studio in Los Angeles. Her latest studies ongoing since June 2022 are at Irvine Valley College to acquire English proficiency. She joins me in studio today. Welcome to Ask Leader, Olga Yaloza.
1: Thank you, Uh, good day. Um, I really appreciate it that you invited me and take time for my person and my individual story. I would like to share and happy to share my story with uh, your audience. Okay, thank you. Well, you made it
0: to California well ahead of this temporary displacement here in uh, in our recent tropical storm, but you've had a more severe upheaval in your life. First, with your permission, would you please trace your journey to safety out of L'viv, Ukraine, to Orange County. And I request this of you so that listeners can appreciate the challenges you've had to face and that you continue to face. So if you tell us about how you had to pull up your business of four and a half years, separate from your husband, separate from other family members and friends, as you flee for safety with your son as the invasion began, February 2022. And please take your time.
1: Uh, Thank you for your question. Uh, I can start my story from this uh, crazy day. And in this day, I couldn't even believe that it can happen. And all the day, I couldn't believe in that. I talk about 24th of February. And... um, when the Syrian gone, I just thinking about my work and think, oh my God, I have to go to work. So my brain wants to be protected and they couldn't believe that it happened. Nobody can ha- believe it's happened. And uh, my husband worked in another city in these days. So I was alone with my 10 years old son. And it was so scary because we don't know what we have to do. We have stay in our apartment, or we have to go underground, or we have to look for the safety place to be on that time when the siren gone. So it was so scary. And after this day, the next 10 days, it will be so similar. Uh, we're sleeping in the bathroom, uh, in the Helping for uh, skiing. Uh, And all the time you was in in a big stress. Because when you don't know the situation, it's the most stressful and fair for you. And I think that I have to do something. I have to rescue my uh, small son because he was in big uh, stress. And my colleague, from confectionery, she, she was going to her sister to Bulgaria, and she called me in the evening and say, "Okay, if you want, I can take you with me. Uh, but we are going to start tomorrow at six a.m. Are you ready?" Uh, of course, I wasn't uh, mentally ready. It was so hard. To make this decision so quickly because it was a road from uh, one side you you don't know if you have a chance to return you don't know if you have a chance to see your relatives your husband again and my husband asked me are you ready and I replied that him No, I'm not ready, but I have to do this. Um, I was packaging my suitcases and crying. And the next day, we will start it. It was very hard and long way. We were driving by one car, two family, three children, grandmother... My colleague and me.
0: That's six people,
1: yeah. And of course, it was uh, suitcases, children, and from <laughs> it was it was so cozy uh, with space in this vehicle. Uh, but we achieve uh, our goal, and we uh, live the country. Uh, when I uh, in this period. My parents, uh, who lives in the Chernigov, they was in the occupation, and for that time I didn't know if they still alive or not, because we already two weeks have not any connection with them. That's
0: currently, yeah, right now, right? Because we have heard of recent assaults. Was there a, was it a a theater that was hit where people were evacuating in? I think. I'm, I'm trying to remember in Like in the last three days Three, uh, four days um, So
1: I, we know that So it office. was before the Bucha And uh, all of this uh, terrible situation They was in occupation Because when the Russian soldiers uh, Start to go to the Kiev All of the city on their way Was like in occupation They crashed the electricity Their connection uh, So my parents They have an opportunity to buy some flour to make a bread themselves in uh, in their house, but it was no electricity, no mm, heating, because it was February, it was so cold in Ukraine, uh, no connection. And it, uh, it was very hard mentality to understand that you don't know nothing. But my mother is so religious. And when we came to the border and there, are, there was no one vehicle, I understand that my mother loved a life. Wow. Um, mm. Because I know that uh, in different situations, my mother all the time prying of us. And even in this situation, when people stay in the broad two, or three days, we spent twenty minutes, you can imagine, and only after we cross the border to Bulgaria yeah. to, border, we can breathe in. you can like <sighs> your stress because all the time you are like waiting for something. And after we're starting a big line to helping people because. I I am originally from them near Kharkiv. I, okay. I was born near Kharkiv. It's Ohtyrka, near Kharkiv. And I grew up there. So a lot of uh, colleagues, classmates, uh, my friends from students' uh, time, they start and go abroad. My husband lives in Lviv, and so I try to help all of my friends and uh, my uh, classmates and my friends, so everybody who asked me to help them to, so our house was like a hotel, people come in and they can stay in our house, they sleep in different, uh, so it was months when we just connected people with buses, with volunteers, how we can help people to stay temporarily before they go abroad. In this time, my business just was in pause. And after one month, I remember the words of my Spanish teacher, Ramon Morato, who has two chocolate shops in Madrid. He told us that uh, chocolate is not the first necessary. And when the 2008 year uh, was a big crisis, he has to close his uh, chocolate shops and i remember this and understand that chocolate fancy chocolate is not the first necessary and it is will maybe it, it was right decision to close my business and doing something here abroad to be more helpful for my relatives for my people who stay in Ukraine, because you can sit in and cry, but it's couldn't help your uh, lovers. So we decided to close my business and sell the equipment and everything. Of course, all the time, uh, every part of our uh, expenses, we will try to uh, help our soldiers, because we have our own soldiers my classmates uh, fighting my cousin who grow me up also fighting so they all the time need something clothes uh, drones uh, candles to the tourniquets. yeah it's that was a huge topic last week yeah
0: and that which ones were going to be of use if you can make put everyone bad and and good ones to you so there's uh, these supplies are you a know, constant
1: discussion on social media yeah you Twitter. know that uh, war it's like a deep deep trough trough a and hole. you hole yeah a, pit, right. a well so we just it's unbelievable how much many money and uh, equipment you can uh, give there and it's like uh, gone 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 um so we stay in Bulgaria one and a half months, uh, and my brother, my native brother, who was win the green card, and uh, arrived to America six months before the war started. He invited me and say, okay, you can come.
0: He's in Southern California,
1: right? Yeah, okay. he, is, uh, he was in Irvine. Uh, he has a family, uh, he live in one bedroom apartment and he told me, okay, you can come. And of course I supported you, but I'm also do my first step and I couldn't like be your sponsor. So you have to know that it's so expensive, everything here, and it's just so hard to figure out. I believe in God. I believe in huge, uh, powerful in space who know better our days than we knows. So I all the time say, okay, if you see me there, you find me the right people and right way how I can achieve this uh, place. And I applied for visa, touristic visa. But it also was so hard because I have to go to Warsaw. Warsaw? Warsaw. So I have to go to Varsa and waiting for the May. It was only the end of March. And in the, in the same time, we applied for visa and waiting for the interview. But in the same time, we start seeing that uh, people start going to the board of Mexico. And my brother said, maybe you can try this chance. And, of course, I heard a lot about Mexico and how it's criminal, how it's dangerous. And I'm alone with my 10 years old son. And I told him, oh, my God, are you thinking? What are you suggest me? And after two days, I observed the different uh, channels and see that people come. Because people take any opportunities to rescue their life and I decided to try as well. My brother uh, bought tickets for us and we started to waiting for this day. So our trip was so difficult. The first one we take a bus to Turkish to Istanbul from there, we take a plane to the Germany, München. Uh, oh, sorry, Frankfurt. Uh, from Frankfurt, we fly to Mexico City. We sleep in one night in the airport. It was so stressful because uh, you are alone with your son and you couldn't sleep. Because you have to uh, keep in You're attention. on watch on him, yeah. yes, for him. And it was third day of our trip, and you know this. You're so tired, and it was <laughs> really hard. And after the Mexico City, we go to the broad uh, with USA and Mexico. It's called Tijuana, and there. Thanks, God, in this time was so nice, organized by a volunteer from USA. Which month is this then? This it was April. Okay. It was April. So, April 14, we, uh, it was our first steps to American land. Thank, thanks a lot to American volunteers, Ukrainian, and uh, a lot of people who organized all of all of these camps in Mexico, in uh, Tijuana. And it was very quickly because we arrived at 9 a.m. and in 11 p.m. we already w- was in our bed in Irvine. Wow. So before this, people live in Tijuana near the uh, border three, five, six days. They waited for months or or years. Yeah. So uh, it seems like this way, uh, like for us, was more easy for than for another Ukrainians who sleeping under uh, under sky, uh, just on the street. And after volunteers organized all of food, uh, sleeping. Buses, transportation, all of, to help Ukrainians uh, to go uh, to US. Also, I met a lot of Ukrainians who even don't know where they go. They have not anybody in US to host them for the first time. So it was the church, different churches, who take this uh, family or just the boys or girls. And gave them the protection for a couple of days and after they figure out for themselves. Uh, I saw how bravery uh, they were and they were ready to start a new life. And I also understand that I have to be stronger. I have to do everything to be helpful for my country, because I understand that I live my country and my country like in a bad situation. And for me, it was so hard, but it's a different kind of hearts than they have. So when I uh, came to my brother's house, it also was a little bit hard because a lot of, there are a lot of people in one house emotionally, and um, when you start the new life, you have to understand all of this, because it's totally different. People, tradition, everything. Uh, If someone asks me, is it better or worse? I say, no, it's just different. And you have to put in in your head these differences, because our mind once worked like in their like, predictable ways. right? And in that time when you're changing the country, you have changing your mind inside. And before you... If you don't do this, you couldn't live in new society. You couldn't be like a uh, normal uh, person in this society. And it was start the new life for us with my son. Thank you for bringing us this far
0: along with your arriving in the U.S. since that the Russian invasion opened up February of 2022. My guest, for those of you who just joined us, is Oya Yaloza. She's a chocolate entrepreneur, and you've heard references about that, but there will be more to say about that, making her life now in Orange County since her country was invaded. And she was the CEO and the founder of her own firm, and so we're we're going to make, we're going to make that stop uh, later as she's building up her company. So I follow, among other Ukrainians, a Kiev resident, Yaroslava Antipina, and I don't know, how would I say that? Antipena. Antipena. Mm-hmm. That's right. She, I follow her on Twitter, and, and war, hashtag war coffee is, a, is what she talks about. And she takes us on walks around. The sirens are off, or maybe they're going to start up again. She wants us to know. And that, there was at, just before we started this interview, I just checked in to see what she was talking about. and And she's presenting a picture. Like you said, things are different here, and things are different, what she's doing right there. Everybody has a purpose. And so she's saying these things as a, she's trying to be an example. And I say she's succeeding and she is a hopeful example. And people, when they hear her struggling publicly, they think she's losing hope. And she's always saying, no, you misunderstand. I am hopeful. This is an act of hope, my persistence. But anyway, we're following them all the time. So I'd like to know what kinds of connections you're keeping. When did you last hear from your husband? And some things you want our listeners to know. Uh, Thank you
1: for your question. Um, So, uh, when we leave the country, uh, we speak with my husband every day. And unfortunately, his uh, health couldn't him uh, to go to the war. So, he has an opportunity to join us in December last year and uh, of course uh, i speak with my parents every day and we also want to bring them here even if it's will be like vacation of course they are old and they don't want to go anywhere but this winter will be so so dangerous and so uh, hard because russian girls to break down all of the electricity and people sitting without heating and uh, light. So we decided with brother to try take uh, them, he- bring them here as well. We don't know if we will be success of this, of this or not, uh, we're just starting to make the documents of uh, this. Uh, in that time. I speak with a lot of uh, my frequent colleagues. Someone returned from uh, abroad to Ukraine because immigration, it's not uh, tourism. It's not so funny and interesting. It's so hard. It's If we don't take a safe, it's more harder than stay in Ukraine, I think. Of course, in Ukraine, you don't know... Are you wake up tomorrow or you die tomorrow? And of course, we couldn't compare. But when I speak with my Ukrainian friends, I understand that this terrible bombing, it's stay like they're part of their life. It is terrible to hear this. But it's true. Uh, People's psychology, they couldn't like all the time live in stress they adapted and uh, i understood also that who has an opportunity to leave the country in the first period after that maybe after one or two months maybe i also didn't leave the country because you like stay more safe not safe but more calm and think, oh, maybe I can figure out here.
0: More calm or something may yeah. look more normal than yeah. before. And normal is sort of like, get that That could make somebody really settle into something if it's normal for a moment.
1: Yes, yes. It's it's It sounds terrible. Because when I spoke with my uh, so nearest friend, and they bomb in all the day in Zaporizhia. She visited her husband in Ukraine for two weeks. And she told me, yes, I want to return, but in the end of the war. Because all the day you're in the stress. You wake up and you all the time. And it's, it's so difficult. She told me, of course, i enjoy the time with my husband. But I was in stress all of these two weeks. Because when she's living abroad... She also like, uh, her lives were so more safe and she's sleeping at night. But in Ukraine, you couldn't, you, you, you have to forget about this because sometimes, even in Lviv now, it's three and five times per day the Siren. And you don't know if you real dangerous or not. You can f- remember two days ago the Chernigov bombing the theater that yeah exactly yeah. that's what i was trying to talk about earlier 7 right? people mm-hmm. die immediately 145 people crash their body so of course you couldn't understand that what will happen tomorrow what will happen in the next hour but a lot of people stay stronger they are one of one of part people so patriotic they go to the war immediately uh, a lot of people who don't want to fight in, and of course not all the people like a militaries a, a lot of women militaries and they think they feel like I want to go to the war and help whenever I can another one try to keep their business and donate the money so I think everybody can do their own best because what's the good price if you go to the war and die tomorrow? Or maybe you can make a lot of money and uh, help your classmates who can uh, fight in better and they feeling that they can. So I think... Ukrainian never will be so uh, united near their country than now. Even the U- Ukrainian who already like 10, 20 years ago coming to different country, now they all united and donation. You know, in the previous life, we donating just for uh, ill people or disability or something. So it was not so like our work. So you have to. It's like uh, taxes. You have to think about this all the time. How many money I can donate it to my? How can I help my classmates? Because you all the time feeling that you have to, because they sleeping on the ground. They every day take their life to the huge risk. They. Left not home. they left home as well, but they lose their legs, they lose their eyes, arms. And of course, it will be big respectful for all of them. When my son comes, uh, from he's s- now eleven or twelve now. now he's twelve. okay. He one day he came from school and crying, I don't understand nothing. It's so hard mm, to me mm. to be in the school. I stay on the line in the dining room, but I want to be the first one and I go through this line and uh, security tell me that I I couldn't do this. And I cry in all the uh, lunch and I stay without lunch. Oh my mom, I I I want go home. He ready to go home every day. Even now and I say to him, you know, we live in the beautiful country where the summer all the time. We have safe place, we have our food every day. It's not hard to learn the English. The soldier who protect our country and sleep underground. It is hard. You have to think about this. And be strong as this soldier. <laughs> and i so happy that he understood me. And he never tried him to uh, tell me again that it is hard for him in the new school. Now he, <laughs> he speaks English. <laughs> yeah, he's mastered so yeah, much. Yeah, and he do his well. But he all the time, ready to return to Ukraine, and he thinks, "Mummy, it's not good when then we leave the country." And I say, "We can do more here and more helpful here when we are alive, and we we can support our people who fight in." Well, it's
0: understandable that it was so difficult for him because
1: everybody that he's
0: surrounded with at the school. Cafeteria setting. They're they're so untouched by. They're such, so removed, insulated from the trauma of war where his loved ones are. So, if they're so casual, then he just he struggles around their casual attitude about life in general. So it's understandable that he has to sort of remember there are people on the front line that are taking this traumatic con. This traumatic war battle scene into their minds and in their bodies. So um, that's, uh, that is so understandable. For those of you who've just joined us, my guest for the whole hour is Ola Yaloza. She's a pastry chef, relocated refugee from Lviv, Ukraine, and family members are here. And maybe parents, your parents will be coming at some point to, to visit, but it would be. I mean, that means resources you have to have some kind of resources to bring them in. it's not going to be a kind of budget flight it's going to be an expensive flight it requires paperwork that costs money for fees to process all the kind of necessary visas and all that so those resources it's a decision the household has to make do we uh, i mean do you have to like have more chocolate kinds of of promotions raise more money through your business so there's more resources to bring them and what the, they're used it's a it's a zero sum what those resources could be used for other things so this is a a very difficult decision to make
1: it's very difficult and for now my husband all the time tell me we figure out don't worry and we discuss i say my brother you can buy for our Parents' tickets, and I will take uh, the hosting and feeding because we have the apartment, we have more space, and uh, that's in Elisa Viejo now. uh, We removed, how would say you relocated to another? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In July first, now we moved to Mission Viejo. Okay. Okay, and uh, for today, I can we can together like covering all of our uh, expenses. Wow, that's
0: so phenomenal.
1: But I think there, I love America because if if you even have not the money, there are a lot of food banks around, and I can I think we figure out because maybe you can be a little bit hungry but you will be alive and i can share my home with my parents and i will be calm calm Mm calm that day alive and i will i will be know that i do whatever i can of course, I can rescue my employee who works in my work. I can help. I want to help a lot of people, but, of course, I'm so limited in my budget.
0: Right. Well, you're here when uh, at the World Refugee Day uh, where I met you. Irina was there. She just had arrived within a couple of weeks or one month from Odessa. So mm-hmm. here... Here's another service you're rendering. Whether maybe you just do it subconsciously. It's you do it without thinking. Is here's another Ukrainian. I can I can help them with understanding some steps to take. And uh, her daughter is going to have special has special needs. And I'm not over disclosing here, folks. But um, so there are always things that you're always doing, and you don't even think about it.
1: You know uh, how we connect with Irina. I started to help her with information because I were I came early and I tried to share what I know, how you can do this or this, where you can go to ask for support. And uh, she, is, she is doing well. She is so strong because she is alone with her daughter and she has special daughter. She couldn't leave her. She all the time have to be with her. So it is... She's so strong, I think. And of course, mm, I study in one Cielo company. Uh, they help the small business grow up, achieve the grant, and uh, figure out with all of permit for small business. So, which company again? Cielo. Cielo. Okay, yeah. right, right. Okay. They, it's a group of en- is enthusiastic which collect money and help the uh, small business. So I also tell them, guys, if you have uh, the Ukrainian Russian speaking uh, entrepreneurs and you need a help with translation, you can apply to me because, of course, I want to help my uh, my people and I'm happy all the time to share information, which I know because If we help each other, we can grow faster together. And in this way, we can more help to our country as well, I think. So the long-term plans, do you have
0: the kind of bandwidth? Do you have a moment you can reflect and talk about your long-term plans for your family? I mean, when the war ends... That's, you re- You return to
1: Ukraine, but what kinds of plans? You know, after the last... <laughs> I started my business when the COVID started. <laughs> yes. And uh, when I was in, in a good time with my business, the war started. So it's about the plan. <laughs> we never know which will happen tomorrow. And it just imagine that we know that we can figure out with our life. I just try to do my best today. Mm -hmm. And it's like protecting my tomorrow. For today, I want my son study. And I try to restart my business here. And I also have... like so brave plan to open small business in Ukraine now. Oh, well, you're here. It starts there. Yeah. What, in Lviv or somewhere else? Yeah. In No, 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 N- Kiev. It's near Lviv. I still have my employees there, the girls who know so good all of this. I taught them and I want to bring them here, but it's a big responsible and it's a big financial. I couldn't do this. But if I have this opportunity, of course. Wow. But, uh, oh, my goodness. I even once, if I h- couldn't bring it the, here, I can open maybe some another business in Ukraine. So when we return, we already <laughs> have a business there. And in this way, I can help my employees. will be Uh, So necessary for their country to grow up the business in Ukraine as well. And maybe we can find the opportunity to make export here. I don't know. But I had this to play. So the first one I can, uh, my business now is like a home kitchen with permit B. It's an opportunity to sell my candy in cafe, restaurant or hotels, or farm not farmers markets, that's two farmers markets. Are there which, as well? ones?
0: which ones now? So I have an opportunity. It's coming. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. we're gonna we'll close with yeah, every way yeah. to follow you and up the most immediate events
1: that are planned in that. But we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. So so you have the So my plans to restart business here with chocolates and starting business again in Ukraine with Spain in Draje, which I created by me and my team one year 13 different flavors it's it's unbelievable if you can join my instagram page and come in a little bit early you can see what type is of jersey it's a penny um different nuts covering in chocolate but i improved this recipe with two or three layers of Chocolate and different fillings. So it's even better than candy if you try it. uh, And they have a more bigger shelf life. So in this situation, we can uh, figure out with uh, export or like sending in another town or countries.
0: So while we're talking about the the interim, the midterm planning and expanding here and where your product can be, put on the market so what if i may ask Mm -hmm. what is your residency
1: immigration documentation that you have right now so uh now i have like humanitarian parole which government uh to the next april Uh, in this april i apply for asylum like a refugee
0: Next year you will apply
1: for yes. asylum okay. No, 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 this y- year you already, did. already okay. did So yeah. that's
0: starting to move through yeah. the pipeline yeah, yeah, So yeah. that it could uh, ideally be Finished By the time the humanitarian parole
1: Term ends in April of 2024 yeah. And now All Ukrainians Who stay in 16 August 16 They can apply to Temporary Protective Status TPS which uh, have expired date uh, in if I remember right, April two thousand twenty five. And these are all different sorts of terms. It's every
0: every individual has a different one, and there's policies that are always changing yeah. in the yeah. immigration. So now
1: they want to like or, um, united all of people to one TPS program and put them for. 2025 uh, spring Deep, Okay, and I want to also add to this program of course I want to uh, use any opportunity to be in a safe place for when my son g- grow up and um, of course maybe because it's a mentality my longer longer dream is to return to my native country and uh, help her to rebuild her it economically. And uh, I miss my Carpathian Mountains. It's so big energy there. I couldn't even explain you how it's a big energy. I don't like to travel in in one place, but this is like something else because Carpathian Mountain. It's like. Um, type of like an energy store you just go there and you uh, left this place like full of energy ideas uh, and uh, inspiration so of course i want to spend my old days in my native country i love my country so much they so my country is so different. They have sea. They have mountains. They have, uh, fl- how it called, or M- like no mountains fields. fields. Yeah, our country is so beautiful, so innovative. If you have. Chance, whenever, visit Ukraine. You can call me and I I will help you. (laughs) That's
0: what I'm really fascinated by, people that are speaking in Twitter spaces about, you know, they're ready to come, they're ready to rebuild. They, They know they have a role, Americans have a role, and Canadians, everybody around the world, to come to Ukraine and bring tourist kinds of resources and that kind of thing. So people are really getting ready to make their contributions there and the rebuilding the re-energizing the the local economies and i'm also thinking of you know so the, there may be a way that i i think there's a lot of forward thinking ukrainians that are figuring out how to get give people assignments for, for when they arrive but maybe some some are coming out there are a lot of people that are uh, in combat that are they're they're already working on that part and others have jobs they want to help with the kind of forensic work to mm-hmm. understand what where the war, war crimes are occurring have occurred and people that are wanting to deal with dealing with traumatized minds and so people have a job that job could be done in rebuilding a nation yeah so let's go to where your resources are coming from your business and it's the it's OY chocolates because that's your those are your initials Oya Yoloza yeah. yeah, And so let's give the listeners every opportunity to follow what you do, what kinds of events are coming up, maybe where we can find you in some markets already b- besides the online orders and any, anything
1: special that we need to know that you have planned. We can, they could can be the first to hear it here. Thank you for your question. Uh, so um, I created my chocolates by my hand, and I make all the filling with natural ingredients, without preservatives and artificial flavor. It's something that take your taste experience for the new level. It's both. It's art and gourmet. It's a beautiful gift, and it's a part of your just relaxing time and enjoying it's a journey to a flavor country so you can find me on instagram o y underscore chocolates Uh, also uh, i have my page on facebook in instagram page in bio you can find the link Uh, how you can order the chocolates. Also, I created some masterclass for children and for adults and we can together prepare the chocolates and enjoy the flavor and maybe you can repeat it with your family or like uh, just fun uh, in a birthday party or something else. So, you can find the information on my Facebook or Instagram page and uh, I'm so excited to be a part of different cafe or uh, restaurant or hotels. I think it will be very soon. That's still in the future then? Yeah. Okay. So now it's like just uh, we have the conversation with entrepreneurs and the owners of this uh, business. Okay. So this is an...
0: An exquisite, an amazing product, the kind of chocolates, the confections that you have created, developed, mm-hmm. and put on the market. And you talked about the Madrid chocolatier, yeah. who had to stop in 2008 when they had their financial emergencies. Yes. Now in this emergency that you left in Ukraine, the emergency that continues there in your mind you have figured out you have a role in this world now with making those chocolates that people once they try they will never forget but there is a there is a role in your business that is helping out ukraine now yes how how did your mind now come to peace with putting those two the luxury and the necessity of Supporting Ukraine. How did you come to that peaceful thought?
1: Uh, you know, chocolate is alive. Uh, it's not like um, something uh, which couldn't live. Chocolate can give you an energy. Chocolate. Can be the best friend, and it can inspire it. So it it was so hard to close my business in Ukraine. Yes, because when you close and just uh, selling everything, it just like you just closed. That's all. And here I came only with two spatulas and two um, mold. So little
0: little molds or mold. A little mold of yeah, yeah, that the chocolate that is yeah.
1: liquid it yeah. becomes salt. Absolutely two spatulas, two, sp- two molds. Two molds and one uh thermometer.
0: That's so important that thermometer. So
1: I called my husband uh, so I used to do the different work, cleaning the house, food delivery driving, and at the same time I studied the my mm, how it called uh, I try to study IT, but it's so bored for me. <laughs> and I think, why I th- try to create something new? I can make a chocolate. So I ask my husband, please send me money. <laughs> so he sent me one thousand dollar, and I bought the marble scrub, I bought the chocolate. I bought a little bit more molds. I bought necessary equipment and start making chocolates and just uh, post an ad in facebook and ask people to support me and uh, and people starting go and help me and support it was like make me cry because it was different uh plus of society it was uh americans iranians uh brazilians indians everybody wants to help and support me and this is so inspiring me and people started return to me and that's why i understand that okay they like it as well so i can uh continue this uh idea and maybe i have to organize the all of my permits and be like entrepreneur here so Because that's who you are. You
0: are the entrepreneur. This year, I
1: already uh, pay my taxes. So I am like (laughs) citizenship in California or how I can say it. So I try to, to do my best here. In Ukraine... I was in a good position. I was in the child vacation and uh, I just thinking, oh, what I have to do? And a- again, it was two ways. Maybe I will be ID lady or maybe I go to a study in confectionery. And my business started like from hobby. I know whole confectionery, but chocolates, it's like fell in love immediately. and. Now I couldn't even imagine my love without chocolates. I love what I do and I want to improve this in different ways. I also understand that Americans have their own traditions and I also want to create some special American line. For example, like turtles... It's a huge, interesting American delicious uh, with uh, nuts, uh, caramel, and chocolate. And uh, also with peanut because people love so much this. So I want to create uh, different lines like American tradition for people who love uh, with diet, no milk, or no sugar, and just classic. Uh, art and gourmet well for those
0: who can't join me in studio with Olia right now that she's as beautiful as the chocolates that she is having us conjure up in our minds the possibilities in the chocolates that she has created in the marketplace so I know that when you're engaging your customers I'm sure there is a layer of that product that is saying you are aiding ukraine when you buy my product so oh yeah, thank you this time we have together it's time that you were not able to promote your product and complete orders and push them out so you've been very generous with your time today thank you so much for being on ask a leader
1: Thank you. I really appreciate it that I'm here and I can share my story and maybe some people can stop in and thinking that we have joined us today. And don't forget about our relationship, our, our relatives to say them hello. I love you. Thank you for that. My guest
0: was Olya Yalovza, owner of of O.Y. Chocolates making a life in Orange County since her country was invaded, February
1: 2022.
0: Well, that's my wrap next week. My guest for the full hour will be Terry LePage with her brand new book out, Eye of the Storm, facing climate and social chaos with calm and courage. A profound manual, I guarantee. Talk with you next week. Thank you, everyone, for listening.